your favorite mystical sisters. Hi there. We are dropping this bonus episode to give you an example of the type of content you can get if you subscribe to our Patreon page. And of course, it's the spookiest season of the year. So we wanted to share this crazy spooky story with you. This episode is an example of the type of content at levels three and four. But you can check out all of our levels of sponsorship on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash common mystics. On this episode of Common Mystics, we are joined by our very special friend, psychic Michelle Holland. I'm Jennifer James. I'm Jill Stanley. We're psychics. We're sisters. We are Common Mystics. We find extraordinary stories in ordinary places. And today we are delighted to share stories from Michelle Holland. So Michelle Holland has a master's degree in speech and language pathology and works with students with communication disorders by day. But by night, she is psychic medium extraordinaire and tarot reader and also the creator of the Mystical Minds website. Welcome, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. I'm so excited to be here. I'm your biggest fan. Oh, stop. Thank you so much for being here. We're so glad to have you. Okay, full disclosure, we know Michelle very well. We do. Yes. So tell me how, I remember when I first met Michelle, but tell me how you two know each other. Well, we have known each other for a, a long time. A lot. <laughs> More, over 20 years. Over 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. So we we were working together. We were a little trailer trash. We were, yeah. <laughs> we both had special ed classrooms in a mobile home, like for real, outside of a school. That is wow. accurate, illegal, mm-hmm. but accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> we got to know each other. Yeah, we just started hanging out together, like going out dancing. We the, our big thing was going to ghost tours and, you know, exploring the city and doing things like that. And right. we just got along. Did you recognize in each other that both of you were very woo woo, but like on the DL about it? I don't think we ever discussed that. It just kind of came about naturally that we were both exploring our abilities at the same time. Right. Okay. And we both just had the same interests. So we would talk about the same things. I don't think we ever said like, hey, are you psychic? No, like it would would never came out like that. Right. And we both had tarot cards at the same time and we practiced with each other. So it just kind of developed naturally. You guys were psychic buddies. We were psychic buddies. (laughs) (laughs) Can you tell us a little bit about your childhood and how it was growing up? Sure. My childhood was not like yours. I did not have any people in my family that were psychic or interested in any of that paranormal stuff. I was the weirdo. You know, my mom, she still says this to this day. I am too dramatic and I Mm. have a very big imagination. So I hear the same thing. That is so funny. (laughs) Yeah. So growing up, I had little friends like my friend Sam. That was my imaginary friend that I would play with. And as I'm older, like I know like that's one of my spirit guides. Mm. Like, And that came as a surprise to me. Like when I because I asked my spirit guides, what's your name? And one of them was like Samuel. I'm like, oh, (laughs) I played with you. (laughs) We played Monopoly together. Can you imagine (laughs) poor Sam's frustration? It's like it's been 40 years. (laughs) She caught on. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but when I was a kid, 
the ghosts, you know, I was always fearful. Like the ghosts were always like messing with me. I was always being poked or something was always like pulling on my shirt. And I'd be, you know, the one like screaming and yelling like, oh my God, this is happening to me. And, you know, it was always, it's just your imagination. Shut up. Go away. (laughs) And no one ever really believed me. So one thing I would do as a child, I would be like having a conversation with someone in my mind. So my family always thought I was weird because, you know, I'd hold up my finger like if they started talking to me, I'd hold up my finger like, wait a minute. And like, <laughs> and so I'd finish the conversation and then I'd be like, okay, you can talk to me. And my family was always like, so were you thinking? <laughs> yes, I was thinking, but really I was talking to someone. <laughs> wow. How cool. What an, what an interesting and unique experience. Jill, I know you also had imaginary friends. Did you also have similar experience? I had Lady Timmy and Alice. Mm-hmm. She had three. <laughs> I had three because I, I overdo it. And yeah. um, they all had different energy. Like I knew mm-hmm. who was there, but I never saw them. I knew mm-hmm. I had a crush on Timmy. Yeah. Apparently he was quite... He was quite the energy, yes. <laughs> but um, it would be impressions. It wouldn't be like full on conversation. Like I would have conversations and I would get like really close to like the wall and I would like talk back, but I was feeling what they were saying as opposed to hearing it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. When I say hearing, like hearing is not when I hear a spirit, it's not outside of me. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. in my head. It's in my mind. So I always question like, is it a spirit or am I just, you know, talking to myself like, the voices are talking to me. <laughs> you know, like, but it's not some, if it's outside of me, then that's scary. Yeah. Cause that has happened to me. But honestly, okay, this is not about me, but I just want to say when I do hear things outside of myself, it's so clear and yes. it's so, it's not intimidating. Mm. It's so like nondescript, like androgynous voice. Like you can't pinpoint that voice other than it's neutral and it comes without fear for me and that's how I know it's spirit it's not like um when I say spirit I mean like of the light spirit yes Mm -hmm. I realized the other day and I shared it with our Facebook Patreon group that when I was practicing when I was like a younger psychic I would tell Jennifer like that is so clear when I hear it outside of myself that that's how I want it and now that I've been practicing and doing this work for so long in a more involved way it's the voices in my head that are coming through so clear that I don't need that dramatic voice outside of myself now now it's happening so often in my head that it feels like that's more legit. Yeah, when the spirits talk to me, it's always in my head. But if it's like what I would call a ghost, like Mm -hmm. something that I don't want talking to me, then it's outside of me where I hear it like clear in my ear. And that freaks me out. Like, don't talk to me like that. (laughs) (laughs) So fast forward to as an adult, how did you kind of come to understand that you were psychic and start that journey to kind of accept that about yourself? So I always had these feelings like that I knew something would happen and then it would happen. But, you know, I always like doubted myself Mm -hmm. or always had the spirits talking to me, but always like, is this just my imagination? Am I being dramatic? So I just started, it was actually after my sister died Mm -hmm. and really started to accept this is really happening. When I first started out, I was talking to strangers basically on Facebook, like they were asking for readings Mm -hmm. and I would respond and... And to my surprise, I was getting it correct, you know, like the things that I was, 
hearing were correct. And, um, you know, no one is ever more surprised than I am when someone tells me like, yeah, that's that's right. Because I don't know what's coming in. I don't know what these spirits are telling me. The story is for the other person. It's not for me. Mm-hmm. Like the message is for them. So I don't know, you know, just getting that validation from other people. And then finally, I just was after so many times of getting it correct, you know, finally, I was just like, okay, like, I'm just going to come out and <laughs> come out of the closet and just tell people <laughs> and just start doing this for real. Mm-hmm. And you were a big help to me, Jennifer, because <laughs> you really, really were because you you were coming out at the same time. Yeah. So I don't know if I would have been that brave without you, you know, Aww. and then just practicing the tarot together that yeah. like helped me a lot. Because sometimes, you know, you're getting this message and it's unclear, but you can, you know, lay out those tarot cards and it gets, you know, a bit clearer to you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what was the reception like from your friends and family? So my family still does not believe, you know what, except for my cousin Renee. Thank you, Renee. I love you. Um, (laughs) She is the only one that believes me. You know, my family still is like, you have a very good imagination. You know, I go out and do like medium or psychic parties and I'm like, oh, I'm doing this. And they're like, okay, like night. That's very nice. (laughs) Like, like, shut up and move on. Um, Yeah. So they still don't believe me. But some of the people that I thought were going to be the most critical are really some of the people that are the most supportive. It's kind of funny. When I first came out, this one woman that I work with, like, I'm like, she is going to think I'm nuts. And she, you know, she was like, no, of course I believe you. I'm Catholic. That's what we do. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, like I grew up Catholic. You guys grew up Catholic. And you think Mm -hmm. about it. And we have all these rituals that we do. Uh We pray to the saints. We we pray to the Blessed Mother. We do like, she's like, of course, like, (laughs) Why wouldn't you be psychic? We do, we're we always talking to spirits. That's so funny. My friend is like really Orthodox Catholic. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I'm like, Catholicism for me is spell work, to yes. be quite honest. Like it's alchemy. Yes. Yeah. It's spell work. It's tradition. It's right. ritual. You think about you would go into this place where these men are in these robes and they are turning bread and, <laughs> and right. water into the body and blood of Christ. Right. And, and the incense and yes. the candles right. and, and the right. bells and the words, the like, chanting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Like, what sorcery is that? Like, seriously. (laughs) For real. For real. Yeah. You said something that really resonated with me that you really started to come out and accept your gifts after your sister died. Yes. And I had a similar experience after my my grandmother and then my mother died. So when my grandmother died, you know, she was very Catholic. We were very close. She was always very psychically connected and spiritually connected. And I know that we've known each other for a long time, but did you ever meet my mom and my grandma? Okay, so <laughs> we've talked about this. This is really strange. I know I've met your mom. Okay. I've talked to your mom. You know, we've talked astrology together. You know, like I've had conversations with your mom. Your grandma, I still don't know if I met her or not, but I have an image. So, yeah, I see her sitting at the table in your old house, like sitting at the table and I'm talking to your mom and I see her sitting there quietly. She's not really saying anything. I picture her like I would call it a babushka because, you know, I'm sure. from a Polish family, too. And my grandma would wear a babushka, like a bandana or a cloth that goes around your head and ties underneath your chin. Mm-hmm. And that's how I picture her. You actually have a, a vision, a memory of yeah. seeing my grandmother. It's almost like she's in black and white. That's okay. like, like a photograph. OK. And. I don't know, like, this is weird, too. Like, I, 
So I picture her with a cow. <laughs> I don't know what the cow is, but I picture her with a cow. Interesting. But okay. not not sitting at your table. <laughs> not sitting at your table. Your cow is not at your house. <laughs> oh my but god. That I was me. Her, <laughs> like <laughs> standing <Stop>. with. <laughs> no, that was not you. <laughs> you are beautiful. No, I just always. I don't know. Like if I picture your grandma, I picture her like standing by a cow. Okay, so. First, I was there when you met mom for the first time and grandma wasn't there. Okay. She had already passed away. Well, she was there in spirit then because I see her just sitting like at that table. Well, and then I have one more thing to tell you. Okay. Every cow that Jennifer and I see, we call Flower because that was the name of grandma's favorite cow when she was growing up outside of Poznan in Poland. It's Poznan. It's Poznan. (sighs) So, you know, this is funny, too, because this is a, another connection of ours. So my family is Polish. My grandma is Polish. My grandma died when I was young. My grandma was like my person. Her family is from Poznan. <laughs> so all I call right, it Poznan. Right. I don't know. I, I have no idea how none to say it. None of us speak Polish. Yeah, exactly. None, none of us speak Polish here. But ask me a square word. <laughs> right. I can I get know. that right yes. out. We got those I very know. clear. Yes. Very good. Uh, same with me. <laughs> We should go. Oh, psychic, just, psychic trip to Poland. Us well, our family still has a farm there. That's true. We still have family there. Are you oh, in touch really? with your family in Poland? No, I have no well, idea. Well, you well, can you meet our anyway. Okay, maybe, maybe <laughs> somehow I'll connect with them. I want to talk about the Rialta Theater because there was a time when Jen and Jen, Jennifer's teacher friends were like, we're going to go to this haunted theater and I was invited along. And I remember meeting Michelle specifically again because she was kind of looking at me as if like, is that Jennifer? Is that not Jennifer? It looks like Jennifer grew quite a bit. And I remember I'm like, I'm Jill. Like I wanted to clear it up for her because I saw the confusion in her face. I was like, that's that me. Common, I, I don't common think thing. I mixed you two up. But everyone side eyes me like, is it or isn't it or is it? And they're all like, they'll walk up to me and be like, do you have sisters? And I'm like, yes, I have sisters. <laughs> Look alike. I'm like the off brand. <laughs> Stop. Stop. So the Rialto Square Theater is a historic theater in Joliet, Illinois, which is in the Chicagoland area. And it was built in the 1920s. So it has art deco decor and it's known to be haunted and i think at least one famous group like ghost hunter group has been there to investigate which was it i don't remember i don't remember either but the funny thing is no one has ever died there nothing extraordinary ever happened but then there's all these ghost stories related to that theater isn't that interesting but nothing ever happened there to make it haunted interesting but now common mystics went there Uh like kind of unofficially and we had a bunch of friends oh my gosh we had the best mess around and there are so (laughs) many good stories from that place that was like the worst ghost tour ever well it's like the worst best ghost tour give us wine give us wine and be like run around but there are rules i was like what rules but there were no rules (laughs) yeah so So it was a free-for-all there was not enough people to enforce any kind of rule no so it was advertised as a ghost tour with a wine bar. And if I remember correctly, we started like at in. my house. <laughs> I know. We were like, we're in. Ghost so, tour wine? <laughs> we bought tickets and everybody 
started at my house where the wine began. Mm -hmm. So we started Mm -hmm. the drinking at my house. Obviously, we had a designated driver. We get to the Rialto and we're late because we were very into the pre-party experience. We finally get there. Everybody's already sitting in the auditorium, if you remember. And there was this lady who was talking very seriously about the ghosts. And we were already a little tipsy. We had stopped at the wine bar. So we're sitting there in these old-fashioned plus plush fold-up theater seats <laughs> and we are laughing constant like we're not listening we're laughing and we're like okay when are we going to get up when is she going to stop talking and like start taking us around so we're not listening we're just giggling and laughing and drinking wine and then she says okay you're off and they start handing out they hand us stud finders do you remember and, uh, <laughs> yes they us stud yes. finders telling us that these are emf detectors so here we are with our has <laughs> got a stud finder in one hand and, and the wine in the other yes. hands. And they let us loose. So we're all loose. There we, was no tour. No, there was no tour. There was no tour. We could go anywhere in that place. We were literally up I don't, in the rafters. We were we in the were rafters. We were so like on the catwalks yes. where like the props would be dropping. It was like Yeah, my insane. friend Natalie was, was doing dangerous things yes. up there. I was like, oh, don't you think we should be safe, Nat? <laughs> I was like, maybe we should go down. I remember, I remember Jill following Natalie because she was worried about an accident happening. If I'm worried about an accident, like if I'm worried that <laughs> you're in an 11, one. yeah, if, if I'm ever in the point where I'm like, That's look, maybe we should like turn it down a notch you know you just lost your mind (laughs) but didn't you and Lori have an experience with the ropes yes yeah before we get to the ropes I just want to say that we weren't taking it seriously but there were a lot of people who were yes and that made it even more funny because they were taking their stud finders and like (laughs) looking all serious and like seeking out ghosts and we're like oh my god they're like oh there's a ghost here in this corner we're like no you found a stud (laughs) you found and yeah go go ahead Jill we walked into a room literally and there were people like quiet like holding hands and they were like in a closet (laughs) it was like wow it's warm in here fellas like I was like Jesus yeah they're like doing a little little seance and real serious and we're laughing we were Yes. We were very irreverent. We were not no. taking it seriously at all. Not at all. I remember Jen was going in a place that was like off limits and like the tour guide walked up and I remember going, caca, caca, <laughs> as loud as I could to get Jennifer down. I was like, caca. <laughs> I do remember, though, that my friend Jane had been just taking photographs. In a series of the photos she took, there was the top of a head Oh, and it looked like it would have been a child because yes. the way that she was taking the photos, the the child's head would have been right at the bottom of the photo. And it wasn't in all of her photos. No. And it was in one place where she was standing on the stage. We were all standing on the stage at that point. It was a child's head. Right. So th- I remember that happening. There was supposedly a ghost child in that theater, a boy child. No one knows who he is. But Interesting. S- but there is supposed to be a ghost child in that theater. But I, I think that you and Lori had the most climactic experience of the night. So, of course, you know, because the ghosts always have to mess with me. So <laughs> Lori and I are going to take a picture. I'm not sure who is taking the picture. I think it's it was me. you, Jennifer. Yeah. So we are holding on to the ropes to raise and lower the curtains on on the stage. So we're on the stage. We're smiling. Yay! Like, let's take this picture. We're laughing. And all of a sudden, I feel that rope that I'm holding just jerk, like, like from my hand. Like, it was not anything natural. There was no... Like, I did not move that rope. 
like it just jerked from my hand and I scream because <laughs> you know like well, that's I, scary yes yes don't scare me like you can come and talk to me when I want you to but don't scare me so of course like I scream and everyone comes running with their stuff by nerves it's the little boy <laughs> and so you know then we're all like investigating the rope and that that rope was moving like back and forth and it wasn't just that it was moving it was the way it was moving it was like jerking it was jerking and there was no one no one on the top of the, you know the stage like jerking it there was there was no way anyone was doing that i remember so. that and you could clearly see it that it was being jerked from feet above your head in a way that you could see it wasn't just moving it, it, you could see that someone was jerking it yes and yeah. it wasn't just like even back and forth like at no. one point it was like a, like a triangle kind of like it was like like it was fighting to gain control of the rope. Very yes. intentional. Yeah. No, yeah. that was crazy. And then when all of the serious, quote unquote, serious ghost hunters with their stud finders came and descended upon the stage and start saying, tell us your name. That's when we were yeah. like, we, we were like, all right, we're out. That's, yeah, we're out. This is too much. You we're ruined out. it. You it ruined was it. fun for a second. <laughs> and was, now. Yeah, this was our moment. It, right. <laughs> What and you know, happen? it was probably the ghost. It was probably the ghost being like, "Take me seriously," because <laughs> right. he has all these like serious people in there, and then here's yeah, right. you guys all drunk and like, <laughs> exactly, Chuck. <laughs> That's awesome. I think the scariest part of that theater for me was up on the mezzanine. It was like in in a dark like utility room up on the mezzanine. Yes, we went. Do you in remember that, that? We went in that room and closed the door. There were no. It was pitch black. Yes, it was pitch black. Yes, yes. and we're all just sitting there like trying to be <laughs> trying to be serious. <laughs> I remember Jane like literally having a, uh, an anxiety attack. Yes, I do remember that too. Yeah, no, that place that is scary. definitely there's definitely spirits there. Absolutely. It's very plus it's beautiful. So. If I mean, that's a great place to go. I don't think they do the same kind of ghost tour, quote unquote, ghost tours anymore. I, I can't imagine. I couldn't believe what was happening while I was experiencing it, to be honest. So I'm sure they don't do that kind of like go on your own and get in trouble with wine kind of experience anymore. But I wonder what kind of insurance you would need. <laughs> right. Be like, we're going to get everyone right. drunk and then just give them free reign over this dangerous old theater. One of the main reasons we wanted to talk to you is because you shared with me an experience that you recently had that just made my hair stand on end. And I told Jill and um, we... It's we, not okay. It's, <laughs> no, it's not okay. <laughs> we really we really want you to, to tell us about this experience because it really it impacted both of us. Okay. So it's still like, I still get goosebumps. Like I'm, I'm like, the hair is standing up on my arms right now just thinking about this. So I was doing a psychic party and at the end of the party, the host was talking to me and she started talking about her experiences and her relationship with gods and goddesses and mostly about her relationship with Lucifer. So I don't want Lucifer, Lucifer, meaning so the devil, the devil. OK, so um, she was That's telling the devil's proper name. Oh, yes. I did. I did not realize that. Right. Yes. Lucifer. So she said she she felt like she had this connection with him, Oof. a connection with Lilith, who Lilith was Adam's first wife. Mm -hmm. She predated Eve. Yes. And what? Yes. So you didn't know that? I did not yes, realize did. that. Yes, you did. I didn't know that Eve was Adam's second wife. Mm hmm. Just like Juliet. There was a Rosalind before Juliet. Oh, I did not know that. You yes, learned something. Romeo was in love before. <laughs> 
Go ahead. Maybe I did. You but... did. Back in freshman year of high yes, school, you right. knew that. It was on a test somewhere. I'm sure it was. So, <laughs> so she has this relationship with these entities that are not nice. Traditionally lower vibrational energies. Yes. And basically, she's she's had a very rough life. I don't want to get into too much detail because, you know, that's my client. But she was telling me she has called on Lucifer to help save her when she's Lord. she has been in these abusive situations. So I'm sitting there like, because, you know, I don't do the devil. I don't. Well, you grew up Catholic. I grew up Catholic. I saw the exorcist when I was five and (laughs) it scared the living hell Mm -hmm. out of me. Like It's a documentary. Yes, it is a documentary. (laughs) It (laughs) really is. Anything to do with that. Like, I'm like, nope, nope. Like, cut the cord. Like, get away from me. But I don't feel like this woman was evil. She's not like out like skinning cats and killing people or anything like that. I think she was just in a place in her life where she needed help. She said, like, I've called out to God. God has not helped me. Mm. Um, So she called out to Lucifer. She feels that Lucifer helped her. And she's like, well, why is this? Why do I feel this way? So she's asking me for help now. And, you know, I just hear in my mind's voice, I guess, like, easy prey. You know, I'm like, you are easy prey. Lucifer is manipulating you into thinking he's helping you, but there's always a price to pay. Well, that and I remember being taught as a child that to get to a higher vibration or to get to heaven, it was paved in hardships. And you're supposed to use those hardships as like steps to move forward in your soul progression. And that the path to hell, if you will, our grandmother would say, is paved in roses. It's seductive. It's yeah. easy. So for her to say those things, yes, it is hard. And being better is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So to have someone, a manipulator, if we were to use like an analogy, it would just be like a guy coming in and being like, let me help you just to like isolate you and have some kind of corrosive control. So just, that, that's my PSA for anyone listening. Be suspicious of things that are too good to be true. You're we are supposed to be here to be learning. And if someone's like, let me take that pain away from you, that's a red flag. Mm. You're here for a reason. Exactly. Sorry, go on. No, this is totally side note. If you have never seen Father Stew, watch that movie because this is exactly what Father Stew said. We just saw it yesterday. Oh, really? It's like a big connection. But he said, through suffering, we become closer to God. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's not going to be easy through our suffering. That's when you call on God. That's when, you know, you get that help, you get that strength and that love and not through, but it's not going to be easy. And it's not all, it's not all doom and gloom. After you experience the love of God, for whatever reason, when you're in a moment of surrender, then you become the expression of that love on earth, right? So it's full circle. The whole point isn't for us to be in pain. God doesn't want us to be in pain, but for some reason, because we're human to get into our hard heads that like where the love is, we have the tendency to go do things the hard way, like a teenager, and then be like, oh, you're right. And then we surrender. If we can just learn to surrender first, we can be that expression of love mm. beforehand. But you know how we are. We make yeah. these choices for ourselves. Mm. Exactly. Sorry. Go on. So, you know, I get through talking to this woman and I am just creeped out. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, I don't feel like she was evil. You know, I, I was telling her, I feel like you're deep. I feel like you're intense. I feel like you need help, but you're not looking for it in the right place. Like you're being manipulated. So that's a hard situation to be in, Michelle, because that's your client and you're mm-hmm. sitting there and she's just like, yay, devil. And you're like, oh, I don't know about this. Right. 
Exactly. And even the Lilith connection, you know, she's like basically worshiping like evil Lilith because I feel like Lilith has two sides. Like Lilith was the first wife of Adam and she was kicked out of the Garden of Eden because she would not be submissive to him. Mm-hmm. So that's the story. Go, so girl. to us, right. like, and exactly. I'm like, right. there's some strength there. Like, exactly. Right. So this this woman is saying, like, she feels a connection to Lilith. Well, yeah, you can feel that strength, that power, but not that evil, you know, kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, nasty side of her. But there is that power there. So I go home after talking to her and I am talking about this in my apartment, which is right down the street, actually, from the Rialto Theater. Mm. So and and in this place in Joliet, like just after doing some like studies about it, Joliet is very haunted because limestone, it has limestone, um, water and a railroad. Oh, so I all guess that's, things that cultivate energy. Yes. And I am literally blocks away from the railroad, blocks away from water. My apartment is on limestone. So uh, anything like energetic is like in my apartment. And you can yeah. like feel like I felt like weird things there. You got the haunting bingo. Yes. I'm like right in the center <laughs> of um, the haunting place. So I am talking about this to my boyfriend and he is telling me, do not talk about this in in our apartment because you are going to bring this energy here. Ooh, like, smart I, man. Yeah, he's like, For real. I don't want to hear about this. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> So (laughs) I'm not going to talk about it anymore, but it's still like lingering in my head. So a few days later, I am laying in bed and I see this man standing next to my bed and I'm not scared at first. You know, I'm just looking at this man like, who are you? And he is wearing a black hat and just standing next to my bed, not saying anything, just looking at me. And I'm trying to figure out who is this guy? Did you think you were sleeping? Did you think you were dreaming? No, I was I felt like I was awake. Oh, but I'm like, this is, and I knew it was like, like a, a spirit. spirit. Okay. Not, okay. That's what was my next question. And normally I don't see spirits full form. Okay. Like I will, mm-hmm. you know, feel their energy kind of get like an impression of them. But this was full form. Wow. Okay. Man standing there in a suit, black hat. And um, like this fancy vagrant got into my apartment. <laughs> like, who is this man? <laughs> Why is he looking at me in my pajamas? He's like, sir, you must have made a wrong turn somewhere. So all of a sudden, I realize it pops in my head. This is Lucifer. And now I am like, holy shit. Like, I'm scared. And I hear this voice, you know, in my mind's voice say, tell the Blessed Mother to step on his head. Mm. They just gave me goosebumps. Yes. And then leads me through a series of prayers like, say the Our Father, say the Hail Mary, call on Archangel Mike, like telling me all of these things to do. And I just become like completely peaceful, like not scared anymore, like know that this woman is helping me, that she knows what to do. And Lucifer disappears. Um, That woman was your grandmother. <laughs> Aww. And I knew it was her. It, the weird part was, it wasn't like I was like, oh, my God, that's their grandma. No, it was wow. like I knew it was her. Like, I felt peace. I felt calm. I felt like she knew what she was doing. Like, she had been through this before. I've heard your story about, you know, grandma telling. Right. Because that <laughs> yes. literally happened to our grandma. And we mm-hmm. in one of our podcasts, we talk about when the devil literally came to her dressed in a suit and a hat. Yeah. Wow. Wow. But when you heard that 
helpful voice, you did you just automatically knew it was our grandma. I just automatically knew it wasn't like surprise. Like it right. wasn't like oh my god, there's you know Grandma you just Irina. Knew. Like no, I just knew it was her. Wow, and knew she knew what she was doing. Like she had been in this position before and could help me, and just came on like this complete like she was like a lifesaver like someone like she was thrown to you to get you stabilized to to move past the situation did you happen to get that recipe she was giving you you said our father (laughs) hail mary saint michael what any other helpful hints in case we find ourselves in these situations Like all the prayers, like our father, Hail Mary. And these are prayers that I know, like, like I know our father, Hail Mary by heart, but things like the Niacine Creed, Mm. which I know that prayer, like I could say it in church, but to say it like right now, I would not be able to do that. But in the moment you knew. In the moment, I knew that prayer, like word by word, like she's like walking me through it. She stayed with you then. She stayed with me. Wow. And just complete, like, I don't even know how to describe, like just complete peace. Like any other time I've been running out of that room screaming sure you know even the next day like I was telling my boyfriend he's like why didn't you wake me up like because I didn't need you like I had someone there with me like if I would have woke him up he would have been like what would he have done he would have been angry that's what I want he to know been, like shouting <laughs> <laughs> he would have been calling on Archangel oh Michael God. because that's his go-to but it would have been an anger and like mm-hmm. that is not what I needed at that time yeah. because that anger and fear would draw it's- that that Mm. energy in like I needed that gone and your grandma knew exactly what to do exactly what to say and just put me in this place of peace where like I like I never even got out of bed like I just went back to sleep wow like normally I would have been like shivering in bed like under the covers like oh my no like I was in just complete peace so thank you grandma (laughs) I don't know how I would have gotten through that without her seriously I honestly I I don't even know what to say my mind is blown every time and you told me this before and still I'm my mind is blown you never met her we just talked about how you really never met her you only know of her from my stories of her and from listening to things that we've said about her on our podcast so I wonder why Lucifer Mm -hmm. chose to come to you in a way, the same way that he appeared to my grandmother in the suit and the hat. Do you have any theories as to why he would have shown up in in the same way that he showed up to our grandma when he visited her? I feel like just my life right now is in chaos. Mm. So I feel like this is a time where he would try to like tempt me or try to like pull me away. But in that chaos too, like I have become more spiritual. I have become closer to God. So I think, you know, it's just like that turning point where what side are you going to go to? Like, you know, like this will be easy for you. I don't know. But he didn't say anything. Do you think he came in that particular form because he wanted to be recognized by you? Because he could have come like... Right. He could have come anyway. In any shape or form. Right. But he chose to come to you in a way that you would recognize he also came to... Especially like that black hat. Yes. Because that's the story. Like I remember with your grandma, like the black hat. Right. And yeah, I do think he wanted to be recognized. I do think he wanted to draw on my energy almost, you know. I feel like if you want me to put on my psychic hat right now and tell you what I... I love that psychic hat. (laughs) 
Is it a black top hat though? Because we've had enough of that. <laughs> no, that's not. Mine is a okay. turban <laughs> with jewels. Okay. Okay. All right. I can see Similar it. to the fortune teller on oh, the Wizard yeah. of Oz. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh yes. my God, that yes. is my next purchase for you. <laughs> FYI, Christmas. I Christmas, want it. You just wait. Halloween's coming up. Oh. So. <laughs> so what, how I'm feeling about it is two things. When you had that experience with the woman you were reading, and she was so taken. It was almost like she was campaigning mm. for the yeah. devil. That's how it felt mm. like. And it felt like he came to you to be like, you're going through maybe similar trials in your life. I can make this easier for you. Ooh. That's what I think. He, so he's like, you heard you heard the campaign ads. Now I'm here, like knocking at your door like a politician. You know, is there is there something you need? Do you want to talk to me about something? Ooh, that is... That's what I think. Does that does that ring true? Yeah, that is like so creep. Like I again, goosebumps everywhere. Like sorry, no solicitors. Like, like <laughs> doors closed. Like, exactly. Oh my god. And again, I feel like it's very telling that Grandma mm-hmm. came to you because Grandma, in my eyes, is the epitome of a hard, well lived life. Mm-hmm. And for her, it was always about. Going to heaven isn't about the roses. Going to heaven isn't making your pain go away. It's moving through your pain and faith and using it to propel you forward. And I f- don't feel like it was an accident that it was, he brought that representation and then she was the counter to that. Wow. That's what I think. Which that is just beautiful. The other thing, like, I think there's a connection with your grandma, too, because I have, like, such a deep connection to the Blessed Mother. You know, Mother Mary, Jesus's mom, her saying, like, tell the Blessed Mother to step on his head. I would always go to Mary before God, before Jesus. hundred percent. Yes, because she's the Blessed Mother. She, I don't, I don't know what it is about her that I'm drawn to, but I feel like your grandma was also drawn to her. She was. And I feel like there's that connection, too, where... Her telling me that, that's, yeah, that's the first person I would go to, too. Like, if Lucifer's in my room, like, okay, like, I'm going to do this. I don't want to find out who I go to. Like, I don't want that experience <laughs> no, ever, no, ever, no, ever, Jill, ever, Jill's ever. Jill's telling that. Lucifer yeah. right now, yeah. <laughs> you are not welcome. <laughs> I was going to make a joke about cake, be like, if you oh, appeared to me in cake, and then I was like, no, 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 you had, I know we didn't know each other as kids, right. but I feel like she looks at you and me as kids. Any friends that we brought to the house, grandma would treat exactly the same as her grandkids. Do you know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. So I think in, in mm-hmm. grandma's point of view, like you're just one of us kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like she would with, protect me just yes, like any other just child. Just like any one yeah. of our children. <laughs> so I love that. I love that she came to you. I do have to ask. Did you do any rituals after this experience to cleanse your house? Oh, my God. I, like, sage <laughs> shit out of that place. <laughs> I had, like, every type of sage, like, dragon's blood sage and all this other stuff. Like, And then I'm, like, you know, lighting candle. I'm doing all this stuff. Not, not, not directed by grandma, but just, like, this is what I need to do to yeah. get this energy out. That place was, like, smoking. But just where I lived, like, yeah. I just felt like that was just a center. That whole area of Joliet is just filled with, like, the paranormal. Yeah. I also, as we're talking right now, I got a, a Maya Angelou quote from Oprah in my head. When Oprah was going through her transition from the Oprah show to the OWN network and people were being really rude and mean to her, Oprah was crying in a closet. And she called Maya Angelou and she was like, this is what they're saying. And she was getting all upset. And she goes, 
you stop it. You say thank you right now because what you're going through now is making you stronger. It's bringing you strength. So stop your crying and say thank you. And that's what I was thinking. Like, so every time we get, uh, and, and again, life sucks. Let's be honest. It's hard, especially over these past couple of years. But if you can say, okay, I don't like this situation, but thank you for giving it to me and help me navigate mm-hmm. through it. That is a better way to handle things than being like, and being like all like dramatic about it. Just know that there's a plan. You don't know where it's going to end. The final result hasn't happened yet. But thank you for the opportunity to allow me growth and help me through this. Just saying. Sorry to be preachy. I'll take off my preach hat now. <laughs> Jill has a lot of hats today. I know. She's <laughs> you my are very deep hat. today. It's like deep thoughts with Jill uh, Stanley. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> there should be a theme song sh- <laughs> for deep thoughts with Jill Stanley. There should be. Or the river runs deep with oh, Jill Stanley. Does it though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like we're going to have to do more on Joliet, Jill. Oh, I mean, it it's right, right there. there. Yeah. It- it is right so, there. So, Michelle, it has been so much fun talking with you. I know our listeners are going to love this episode and, and love what you brought to it. How can they find you if they would like advice or maybe um, a reading? So you can go to Mystical Minds on Facebook or you can visit my website, mysticalminds.net. Uh, my email is michelle at mysticalminds.net. Or you can find me on Instagram at mystic underscore michelle 13 thank you so much for being here i really enjoy talking with you for having me it was a lot of fun all right and thank you all (laughs) for listening good night everyone good night uh we can be found on our website (laughs) commonmystics.net remember us all about me today (laughs) we have a a podcast to promote forgot about us okay go ahead (laughs) please find us on Please find us on our website, commonmystics.net, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Common Mystics Pod. <laughs> but if you happen to be on Apple, please leave us a positive review so other people can find us. Thank <laughs> Good night. you.